While it is extremely important to talk about signs of healing after narcissistic abuse, it is crucial and practical to talk about signs that show us you may not be healing well. Why you may ask? Because trauma that you experience in a narcissistic relationship is pervasive. It is stored in your body as implicit memories and adaptations. It is stored in your subconscious, in the deeper parts of your brain. It's not something that you forget with time. You don't remember it consciously. I can tell you, if you were to leave a narcissist today and just wait and do nothing about the trauma, the possibility is after 10 years, you could be in the same state that you were in on day one after leaving. Trauma doesn't just resolve with time. Your body has to feel safe for it to let go of all the adaptations, alterations and changes it made while being with a narcissist. Let's talk more about this in today's episode. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Now, I do not mean to be negative. Yeah, I know it's very important to talk about progress. It's very important to celebrate the small victories. But in my opinion, I also think it's very important to make changes when necessary. Because if things are not changing, if you are not improving, if you're not getting better, that means things need to be done differently. So for these reasons, I'm going to share with you five signs that show you may not be healing well after narcissistic abuse. If that sounds interesting and you're eager to learn more with me, please make sure to subscribe because as I always say, your subscription to this channel helps in spreading awareness about narcissistic abuse and it connects so many survivors with each other. Before I get started with sign number one, I would like to know where are you in your healing journey? How do you feel now? How long has it been since you left the narcissistic environment? And what changes do you still want to make in your life to feel even more better? Let me know in the comments and help other survivors also set realistic goals in their healing journey. Sign number one, this is by far the biggest one. Trauma bonding and cognitive dissonance. Yeah, these two things these two are called atypical signs or symptoms of trauma. Atypical because you wouldn't see these two symptoms in other trauma disorders. Those people who experience other traumas, these two things are not present there. Trauma bonding simply is the addiction to the narcissist. A part of you knows who they are, yet the other part still you know, is, is confused by those good memories and probably to some extent wants to go back and still does not have the clarity, still cannot see fully the narcissist for who they are. If you're dealing with this, if you're struggling with this, I must tell you that yes, one big part of resolving trauma bonding and cognitive dissonance is just giving time for your brain to rewire itself. How much time, you might ask? At least eight months because that is the amount of time your brain takes to create a new neural pathway. So you need to give it that time. But again, there is this one important thing to understand. If you are in a constant state of fight, flight or freeze, if that is not changing, if you're continuously ruminating, if the narcissist is still in your life and the exposure is on, 
the possibility of this cognitive dissonance and this trauma bonding to be the way it was in the past is quite high. So if your trauma bonding, if your cognitive dissonance, both of these are the same, let's say a year after leaving the narcissist, then you might need, might need to do a little bit more work on your nervous system. You might need to learn the skills to regulate yourself so that you can stay in a calm, in a parasympathetically dominant system, which then ultimately can increase your capacity to handle those urges and could create the space for you to resolve the cognitive dissonance so that you can see the narcissist for who they are. So this is sign number one. But again, there's a lot of nuance to this, a lot of subtlety. It's not always the same in all cases. However, the general idea is within a year or so, your cognitive dissonance, your trauma bonding should have reduced significantly. Sign number two, chronic self-doubt. A narcissist is a master manipulator. They are masters at convincing others, in this case you, that they are the problem. You are the cause of every single thing that happened in the relationship. I keep saying this. This chronic self-doubt should resolve as you wake up to your reality, as you understand narcissistic abuse, as you know what happened to you, as you start accepting that it was all a lie, as you start making peace with the fact that they betrayed you right from the beginning of the relationship until the very end. However, if this chronic self-doubt becomes pervasive, something that doesn't go away, no matter how much you study about narcissistic abuse, no matter how much you talk about your experiences, you're constantly doubting each and everything you say and do, that shows your trauma is stuck. It is more than it being a cluster of thoughts, it is a cluster of sensations emotions and feelings, shame for example, insecurities, extreme criticism that the narcissist put in your head, the combination of many things, these three being the main, they're stuck in your body. You might need to do a lot more than talking. You might need to do things like EMDR, brain spotting, something that takes you to the body so that you could release this, grieve it out and accept the fact that you did not cause any problem. Sign number three and the obvious one, getting triggered very easily and having intense emotional flashbacks. What are emotional flashbacks? Emotional flashbacks are extreme uh, emotional states that you felt when you were with the narcissist and you feel them when something triggers you in the present environment. It is a given that here and there you would get triggered, let's say on occasions like someone getting married, someone dying and so on, it's a given. It's, it's okay, it's normal if you have a flashback here and there. But if this is your routine, if this is your life, even after leaving the narcissist and it's been months, I would say years, and you still have those flashbacks continuously, you still feel that shame, chronic self-doubt as I was talking about it, panic, anxiety, paranoia, all those things that you feel, if you are still experiencing them, the same thing is true for you. The body is showing you that it is still hurt. The injuries have not healed much. Your amygdala has not gone through the proper recovery process. It is still inflamed and it is still reading the environment too much. 
there is heavy emotional dysregulation going on your window of tolerance which just means how much how much distress you can tolerate at a given moment is still narrow and you need to work on that you need to learn how to stabilize your system so that you can learn how to sit with your emotions and release them properly so that they do not come out in situations in which you're not prepared to face them sign number four and one of the most significant ones extreme memory loss if not extreme but still mild memory loss what does that mean in this case not remembering things having difficulty concentrating focusing not being able to read not being able to just just remember day-to-day -day things this is a sign that shows maybe your brain is still injured your hippocampus is still small in size memory consolidation storage retrieval all of these processes probably are getting affected so what do you need to do it comes back to your nervous system maybe you have never come out of that state of panic you're still living that yes your environment has changed you have left the narcissist but probably you're still in there in one or the other form at least here in your brain so that is the sign that you might need to change things what things am i talking about you might need to do things do activities and exercises that induce physical relaxation yes body-based relaxation is the key to trauma healing muscular relaxation relaxing your muscles staying in a relaxed state overall throughout your day so that you can send signals to your nervous system ultimately your brain that it is safe enough for you to balance it out to change the structure of your brain so that you move from surviving to thriving that is the understanding here do you still struggle with memory loss if yes in what form or shape or have you healed it if yes what helped you the most let me know in the comments number five and the last one having extreme trust issues it's totally understandable that you would struggle with trusting others for a long time for a long time because you have experienced the betrayal of the worst form the narcissist betrayed you every single moment so of course you are going to find it extremely difficult to be vulnerable with people who show up in your life as your friends or a potential partner anyone with whom you can get emotionally intimate but overall a year a year and a half two years let's say at max this should resolve over time now that doesn't mean you should be able to blindly trust people of course not trusting while being relaxed vigilant what does that mean doing your due diligence checking the background noticing the patterns scanning the person for behavioral disruptions and incongruency all that yet at the same time being open to trusting people if you find out they are trustworthy what happens after leaving a narcissistic relationship is that you become completely closed off to any form of connection any person that you interact with you get naturally triggered you always wonder what must be their ulterior motive something they want from me but they are not showing it yet what is it that they actually want this kind of thinking is protective thinking it's a coping mechanism which should heal over time if you're struggling with trusting others even after years of leaving the narcissist then you might need to work on betrayal trauma betrayal trauma is specifically what is keeping this moral wound alive and that is where you need to go you need to process those experiences sensations you felt while being with the narcissist when you found out they were betraying you 
Betrayal doesn't only mean being cheated on. It means a lot of things, being lied to, being gaslit, being manipulated. All of those things they do. So that is where you need to go. That is the part of feeling which probably is pending in your case. In a nutshell, we can say your body tells you a lot of things about your healing process and the progress you have made. You just have to listen and pay attention. Take the feedback and accordingly make the changes. That was it for today's episode. I hope you found it insightful. If you did, please let me know in the comments. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, let the healing begin and continue.